Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday Q&A. With me, I have Lynette Zhang, our Chief Market Analyst. I'm Eric Griffin, President of ITM Trading. For those of you who don't know or tuning in for the first time, we take your questions that you submit to us via email at questions at itmtrading.com. We ask them live, so you get a real, true, spontaneous response. Yep. <clears throat> Chris G asks, okay, does revaluation of the currency make assets cheaper? Well, when they do a revaluation, then in nominal terms, in other words, numbers, things that you see, it makes everything appear cheaper. But what is truly cheaper is the valuation of the currency, right? So things aren't really cheaper. It just makes it appear that way and just for a minute until they do the final revaluation and add gold. All right, so William R. asks, is recession a tool that the Fed will use to bring our inflation rate under control? (laughs) Well. It could help. Well, it'll make it look like it helps because we've had uh, Fed President Dudley come out and say, well, we need more unemployment because after all, we may be in a cycle, although it's slowing down, of a wage price spiral. So uh, let's see, is, it, is a recession a tool we'll use to bring our inflation rate under control? First of all, they created this. So, so now they're trying to sop up some of that excess liquidity that they put into the system. I don't think this, well, this, this next thing might be labeled a recession, but I think once that happens, the Fed or when the Fed is feeling in jeopardy, then they're going to print so much money and the confidence is like hanging on by a thread. So even if there is a, well, officially a month, I mean, people have been in recession since 2008, right? You've got the haves and you've got the have nots. So a recession is all sort of perspective um, where you're sitting in the social and economic spectrum. But, um, yeah, is that a tool? Well, I, would, I wouldn't call that inflation, but, or I, I mean recession, but I would call that inflation caused, right? Inflation caused creates the haves and the have-nots by design. Right. But, but uh, <clears throat> it would be, if we go into a recession, then people will spend less. Well, they're already having but to, it's still they're a supply, spending more. It's still, it's still a supply-driven. Supply inflation problem. So exactly. until the supply-demand imbalances equalize, we're still going to continue to see the inflation, whether whether there's a recession or not, most Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and, you know, in other words, stagflation. And, and the interesting thing is, is that when you go back to the 70s and the 80s and the stagflation that was happening then, and, and it's referred to all the time, but what they never talk about is how the monetary system shifted from, from a, at least a quasi-gold-backed system into a pure debt-backed system. Nobody ever taught. I haven't heard one person mention that. They, they mention that this looks like the 70s and, and blah, 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 but they never mention what was happening then. Interesting. Well, it's taboo. You can't talk about that. God forbid. Can't tell the truth. No, no, we don't want to do that. All right, so GWD asks, when gold and silver goes up, at what point do you begin taking profits? You begin taking profits when the other assets that you want to convert that gold into and, and, and 
silver. Silver is barterable for me. So when the when the gold goes up, you want to use it to pay off your debt. So that's one way to take profit and your fixed rate debt. And additionally, you want to convert it into asset uh, producing or income producing assets. So I frankly would never want to convert my silver and gold into the fiat currency because when it goes up to its true value, its fundamental value or wherever it's going to go in the number of re overnight resets that the government puts in place to try and fool you, right? Mm -hmm. um, what, what are you going to do at that point? Everybody is going to be aware of how quickly the currency is losing value, whether it's the U.S. dollar or it's the Japanese yen or it's, or it's anything else. So, uh, you know, profits. Yeah, you're saying you know you're I mean? saying you're not going to convert it into fiat dollars unless you have something absolutely that you're going to spend that fiat dollar on. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, and Thank this, you. It, this to this point too, it it shows that you know the mentality that Lynette has, and I do too, is that gold and silver and insurance policy. So we're not looking at it from a perspective of like, oh, how are we going to get rich on gold and silver? We're looking at it as wealth protection that's going to allow us to maintain our purchasing power into the future. So we're not thinking, oh, I'm going to take profits on this. It's it's more about maintaining the, the standard fiat. of living, right? Right, and and, and also and then opportunity, the, right. right? Opportunity, opportunity positioning, positioning, <clears throat> and so that is wealth building. And then of course you know I have some rare coins that are just for generational wealth. Right. I never intend to use those for anything other than pass down so that my heirs always have um, a, a reasonable level of wealth. And therefore, they have all their choices and options open to them. So, but just for dollars? Right. So, I guess the profit-taking piece that the only piece that is really profit-taking would be, okay, when the disparity between gold and, like, let's say real estate, as gold goes up and real estate right. goes down, you're taking the money that you, that when gold has gone up and you're plowing it down into this real estate that's undervalued. So, voila. So that's really the, that's really the answer. That is the answer. <coughs> right. All right. So Yannick asks, assuming that the upcoming recession could turn into a depression, yep. which according to some people might be followed by hyperinflation, should I hold on to my stocks hoping for huge gains? Last time I checked, a trillion times zero was zero. So any asset that you can only convert into the fiat government currency, no. Because all that's just an illusion. I mean, and, and it's one we've been trained into believing because as the current per, as the currency's purchasing power has declined, I mean that's kind of the way the stock market was set up was to make gains. So and that's that's what happens when you have that income and wealth inequality, right? The stock market was basically designed, or the intent was to go up at the same rate, or in some cases even faster, or even slower. Than inflation, but basically to keep pace with inflation, so that as they were taking the purchasing power out of the currency through inflation, they were those that understood it or those that had wealth could put it into something that would make up for that loss. 
And yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what the stat is right now, too. Like, like let's look at 2000 to current. How much purchasing power has the dollar lost 2000 to 2022? And how much has the stock market gone up? And does that compensate for it? Because you know, Edgar, would you would you jot that down and I'll I'll put something I'll put something together to show you. But the 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 challenge is is that you're not really working with good data either way, right? So even though officially, you know, this is the loss of purchasing power, are they really going to tell you the truth? I think well, in those we would ha- what we would have to do to, to figure that out, we'd have to go back and look at like maybe a basket of goods, like say yeah, you have know, to five get- different items, and then how much did how much was it value? How much did it cost in 2020? How much does it cost in 2022? Figure out the the loss and the purchasing power because the Dow Jones is really easy to track because we know on 2000 it was worth like 18,000. Today it's 36, 33,000. So not through a lot of manipulation, but okay. Gain twenty to present, um, but it would be interesting to know. We we could well, figure it out. Yeah, we could we do it. Do we it. could do it in real, you know, real terms. Do our get our own data, not use the manipulated data. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that would be an interesting thing to do. It would okay. be. It'd be fun to see if the stock market in the last twenty-two years has kept up. I believe it has, but yeah, we'll we'll take a look at it, and and if we do it to real inflation, maybe John John Williams at Shadow Stats using his data because he was instrumental in creating that how that data should unfold back in uh, 1982, I think, or the early 80s. And Larry Summers, who everybody knows, is not my favorite, but uh, he just came out with a report with some other people talking about how the inflation rate that we're seeing today um, is actually inaccurate and that the real inflation rate is more uh, at, is more um, at the same level as it was back in the early 80s and 70s because of all that manipulation so it just kind of right. hides you know hides the truth and I thought that was kind of interesting somebody actually telling the truth well I don't know Tammy Tammy asks, please. I mean, is it a good time to purchase a home if I can buy it under current appraised value? Look, you got to have a shelter. Yep. Right. So you've got to have a roof over your head. Now, would I do it if I was speculating on the nominal price appreciation? No, no. Because you can already see that we've got the top in on real estate and that in key places, prices are, are going down and demand is going down because obviously the interest rates also make a difference in the ability for people to take on debt with the prices up at these levels, right? You lower the interest rate again. You know, I've had people say, well, it doesn't matter how much it costs. It matters what your monthly payment is, which I completely disagree with. I think both of those things matter, right? Um, so let's see. Is it a good time to purchase a home? I mean, the current appraised, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. So that's not why you would buy a house. But you got to do what you're comfortable with. If you need a roof over your head, then, the, then it doesn't matter. I mean, I couldn't even get an appraisal on my mountain house. Couldn't even get an appraisal because there were no comps. Right? Did I really care? 
No, because there was a very big, important point. Having that enabled me to set up a system to protect my family and to create my own community, which I don't have that opportunity in the middle of Phoenix. So, you know, I mean, I think I got a good deal on it, but the reason why I got a good deal you on it is because it... You did get a good deal. Because it... It, it met your goals. Met every single it, right. Voila! <clears throat> that's exactly it right. Your goals. It achieved my goals. So that that's what I think you really need to base it on, not the current market. All right. Well. Well. Okay. That's it for this week. That's yeah. This has been a very busy week actually. But if you have not already started your gold and silver strategy, do yourself a favor and get properly into position like I did with my, you know, with my mountain house, because I can sleep really well at night knowing that I've got myself and my family protected. So yeah, and you built your, your wealth uh, position first. Oh, 100%. Right? You protected all that and then started building out all the other pieces. Yeah, 100%. Yes, because you've got to have money to work with. If, if you don't have any principal then how in the world can you make up for any losses or, or anything? So or buy got, food or anything. If the hyper if hyperinflation takes hold and you will. don't have anything to protect against the hyperinflation, you have no ability to spend the money that you need to make. Exactly. Although I really <laughs> think people need to be growing in their own food and not be so so uh, tied into the, the system. And, and I just did a piece recently on monopolies. And so we looked at... The seeds, the food, the banking, the media, a whole bunch of stuff. So if you haven't seen that, you definitely want to go back and take a look Take a look at that. It's a part one and a part two, Fed's mistakes, monopolies, and who's controlling the food shortages and all of the shortages. I mean, I, I can't prove this, so this is purely my opinion, but when you just have a couple of entities that own everything and control everything. Is this a coincidence or is this part of the plan? I don't know. You can make your own choice up on that or decision or opinion on that. But if you like this, please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you leave a comment uh, and share, share, share. Because ignorance, you know, frankly, it doesn't make you immune. It just leaves you vulnerable. And I don't really want to see anybody vulnerable at this point. It's too scary and we're too close. So, you know, it is 100% time to cover your assets. And here at ITM Trading, gold and silver is the foundation. And you get that laid in, then you can cover everything else. So until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.